We're here live, okay? How you doing, Karen? What's up? I'm good, I'm good. I'm just chilling. Mm-hmm. That's it. Living life. Okay. Well, welcome to the podcast. Nice to have you. You know, I think you're a first time guest. Yeah, hey, you and I've listened to you guys for so long, so it's nice oh, to girl, actually girl. hear myself. Um, right? <laughs> to see how it sounds behind the mic, you know? And hopefully it sounds good. <laughs> so, I mean, how you been? I know it's been a long time since we've seen each other. I think you said it's been, like, since, I mean, <clears throat> my last girlfriend, which is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> not you using that as reference. Yeah, you know, that was a long time ago, you know what I'm saying? Literally, so, um, I think it was, like, pre-COVID. Literally, yeah, you yeah. had your, um, your brunch thing, um all black culture mm-hmm. brunch and i think the next week that's when like dallas went on lockdown oh well, i mean yeah because you know it's his lockdown but we've been talking on the phone though you know no we talk on the phone yeah. we check in yeah. Yeah. every six months <laughs> <laughs> but um but literally yeah that's been it mm-hmm. i remember yeah we talk on the phone definitely because there was one time my mom was here and i think we're talking on the phone yeah. one night, and she was like who's this <laughs> <It's 2 a.m." laughs> yeah but, nah, nah. Um, Definitely check in just mm-hmm. to like see see more in person. But mm-hmm. you've been hiding. I feel like I've been hiding too. Yeah, I mean you have to hide. I feel like you know COVID is kind of rampant, but you know thank God that you know hopefully it's, it's getting <laughs> it's getting closer to being over. You know. But uh, I, did you see like China just said it? Like, man, I saw it. Let it let it let it one person now. Season out. four starts now, and I said, bro, at this point, whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But me, I've given COVID to the Lord. And they're letting like one person out, you know, per per, per household. Which, which that's you know, given. Um, do you watch Handmaid's Tale? I I watch it. I watched the whole season. Yeah, yeah. It's given Handmaid's. You think so? <laughs> I mean, given. I mean, China, China is its own world. You know, in terms of the fact that they can do that, I don't think it would ever be, you know, something that can be done in America. In America, sure. especially yeah. not in Texas or Florida. No, I think there's no way. Not Maybe again. New York or California or something, but definitely not Texas. Yeah. So we'll see. But anyways, me, COVID is a thing of the past, so I've moved on. Okay, okay, moving, moving. We need the rest of the world to catch on. So. Okay. So so tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, I know um we've known each other for a while now, but for those who are listening, you know, those who are viewing on YouTube, tell us about, you know, I guess, you know, your, your family dynamic. I know that you have some siblings, you know. And I've met a couple of them, so go ahead and you know tell me about yourself. Okay, so I grew up in a family of, you know, two parents obviously mm-hmm. and then five siblings and then I'm the middle child. So it's all four girls and then one boy and yes, he's spoiled, in case you were wondering. The boy is spoiled. Yes, he's the last boy, so after like four girls, last child, only boy. Mm-hmm. My mom treats him like obviously he's the king or something. But yeah. anyways, other than that, yeah, so Grew up in Nigeria, and I came here in 2014 for um, college, and then I've been here ever since. So okay. That's pretty much it. Went to college in Louisiana. Louisiana. Go. So <laughs> <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> Just know that it wasn't by choice. So, so I guess, like, I guess you know, going from so you you say you're grown and raised basically in Nigeria, right? So yeah. a lot of us who went to boarding school here. We're kind of, I won't say sent back. Bro, you guys are the worst. Every time no, an no, American no, 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 no. came to boarding school, you see them like revolting. Where do you need to see No, no I mean, was, I, I, I won't say we were the worst. You know, because it's a culture shock, right? We're coming yeah. in from, you know, America. I mean, the land of the milk and honey. You know what I'm saying? To, no no disrespect to Nigeria, but 
a lot of people who came for the first time hadn't been there ever, you know? Yeah. So, but for you, growing up, was it kind of a norm to go to boarding school? Or was it like you just found out out of the whim that mom and dad had taken you to boarding school? How did you kind of find out? I mean, I feel like, yeah, in, especially in Abuja. My like, bad, it was... I'm trying to, uh, you know, get my drink. Sorry. <laughs> especially, like, yeah, in Abuja, it was definitely, like, normal for, like, almost all my friends went to boarding school. Mm-hmm. And then my family, it was only my first sister that didn't go to boarding school. She went to day school. Yeah, well, do you mind explaining what day school is to those people who don't know? Yeah, um, so essentially boarding school, you live in school and in day school, you know, you go to school just like you normally would from morning to afternoon or evening. And after that, you go back home versus boarding school. Like you just live, you know, on campus, essentially. So that's really the difference. So, yeah, my older sister went to day school. And then I guess after that, my parents changed their mind. And then Why? The rest was, of she, us, that, was she like, how did the day school go for her? No, because it's actually funny because my older sister, she's like the more responsible one and whatnot. Okay. Um, she's more, she's the responsible one. So I think that's why my mom was okay with her like going to like um, day school. She's like the Ada and whatnot. And then the rest of us, my mom was like, oh yeah, those niggas is going back to, um, they're going to secondary school, mm-hmm. so boarding school. So I know, but honestly, yeah, like I said, it was pretty normal. Honestly, most of the people I all grew up with, they went to boarding school, so it wasn't anything surprising when my mom told me. Yeah. Plus, my older sister too also went to boarding school, so I knew that that was the same track yeah, I yeah. was gonna follow. So okay. it was just it was expected, but I feel like also like when you're now in boarding school, it's a different reality. So for for you, was it like any opposition to going to boarding school? Were you like opposed to it? I know you said you saw your sisters kind of you know setting the foundation, but even at that, did you kind of say I don't want to do this? I want to have another experience, or so I did say that, but then I said that after I was now in boarding school, I was like, okay. oh, hell no. <laughs> I was like, oh, child. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so with that being said, I guess like, when was your like, wow, I'm a really in boarding school moment? Like, when was it like, wow, like, I'm not, you know, Bro, freaking day one. Mm-hmm, day mm-hmm, one, because mm-hmm. for me, well, I cheers, started. Cheers. Um, yeah, so I started boarding school at like the age of 12. Yeah, everybody starts young. People you don't started like that. very young. So like, I started age 10, age of, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You're right, so it's like it's actually crazy because you live your parents' house and you have to live in this school where you don't know anyone. You might know like a few people you grew up barely. with in the neighborhood, but barely, like you said. Even if you know them, you, get, still not the you, same. you get there, they may, <laughs> they may not know you. <laughs> Bro, you tell these people like you're about to be in a clique and then you oh my God. it's a different world. They so are beating you up, you know? So, bro, yeah, yeah. Like some real shit happens and it's just like, when you think about it, it's at the age of 12. Uh-huh. Some people 11. So, I feel like that was crazy. So, literally day one, when my parents dropped me off, I remember like when they were leaving, I was like, wait, this is for real. I said crying. I was like, mm-hmm. take me back. But my dad was just like, stop embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to like toughen up here, just like, you know, man up, like, you'll be mm. okay, blah, 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 and whatnot. So literally day one was when I was like, oh, crap, yeah. I should have fought, you know, against this. Mm-hmm. And what school did you go to? Um, I went to Cherryfield College okay. and it was in Abuja, but a lot of people say that was a posh boarding school, but that shit was I mean, still Nah, I think, you know, and it's very big for those of you guys who don't know that it's a very big disparity from, you know, quote, unquote, posh boarding schools to... You know, people who went to schools like me, you know, in the, yes. you know, a real school, you know, in, in the village. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? But Not even like the government school. Yeah, those, yeah, those are, you know, you're really, in the, you're really in the things, you know what I'm saying? You talk about strikes, 
talking about all that stuff. You really I live you. Yeah, you know. It was real out there, but yeah, like my school, like I feel like it was still like a real ass experience. Mm-hmm. But then I know people had it worse. So, so how was your day to day? Like in in terms of like your first impressions, you said that you were like, "Is this real?" But other than that, did you connect with people easily, or was it like everybody for themselves? You know, yeah. How the first like- few days. Because like the first few days, especially like when you you come in as a GSS one person student, that's the mm. entry level. Yeah, so whenever you come barrel. in, they have like orientation to just like you would in college, your freshman year. So it's like whenever I came in, I had orientation. So it's like I got to like meet other people and it was mm-hmm. just like my set in the whole school too. I think everyone else started like maybe a week later. So it was just my set. So like you just get to like meet these people like, you know, and then you might see some people you know too. So you might join their clique. Yeah. And because it's like that first week, like everyone is already like clicking out, like getting yeah. who's going to be their squad, who's going to be, you know, who they're going to roll with and all that. So literally, I feel like what just the fact that it was us alone was easier to like connect. And also, I made some friends, like I made a lot of friends and then sort of like my people that I grew up with went to the same parties and all that they were in my school. So it was also like I knew people. I wasn't just like alone, so. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you feel as if um your biggest, like I guess, your friends you made in that first week, you know, did they were they beneficial or was it like these people were not who I thought they were, you know? Cause that first week a lot was happening. That yeah, first. yeah, <laughs> I know. So I'm asking you, like, did you feel as if yeah, and then they were your friends, or did you feel like these people are not who I should be hanging out with during my time here? I feel like you had to be strategic with your mm-hmm. friendships, and then the first few, the first day, I'm not gonna lie, I was probably a snob because. um I was just like still in amazement, like where the hell am I? Mm-hmm. Literally, because I grew up, you know, you know Nigerian, and you mm-hmm. grew up with hell here, this one down. So when you wake up, you have to like take a shower with cold water. You have to carry your bucket. I was still like little yeah, princess, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it hadn't yet set in, like bro, this is like I'm, I'm, I'm in here. I'm... <laughs> uh-huh. So like the first few days, like anyone that talked to me, like me, I just talked back and all. But after hmm. a while, you talked back, and what happened? Not like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to say, like, no, talking back as if... <laughs> no, it's too uh, soon. And then even, like, during orientation, like, the seniors weren't there yet, too. Okay, okay. So, um... School was not school, then. It wasn't school. It was just orientation. So, yeah. still, it hadn't even started. And I was still like, oh, my God, like, what's, what's going yeah. on? But, um... But, yeah, so, I mean, I just... I made friends, and a lot of the people that I'm friends with then, I'm still friends with today. Like, those yeah. are some of my closest friends, literally, so... Do you feel as if, um... I guess... Once you got past that first impression, right? What was your day to day like on, on when school started? When people got there, everything's all good. What did your schedule kind of look like? So give me a rundown from morning to night. From morning to night. Mm-hmm. So I'll just say like, okay, so obviously we lived in the dorms. So at like 6 a.m. would wake up, you know, take a shower. After taking a shower, getting ready, you pack your stuff up for classes. So you go into the hall, get breakfast. Then after breakfast. What time, so what time is like, what time is this? Um, breakfast was like I think it was like seven thirty or actually maybe oh god you know that this is like six years ago uh, <laughs> or something I think breakfast was like seven thirty okay. or something so you go for breakfast breakfast is like thirty minutes and then after that you have to like on Mondays you had assembly so you have to go to like you know the classroom go to the hall that way they just give any rundown they need to give then after that you start classes at like nine. And then if you're in class, you know, back to back, you have break at 12 for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And then you're in class till like 
2 p.m. Mm. And then at like 2.15 is lunchtime. So everyone like files their way to like the dining hall. And then you have lunch. Then you match your way to your hostels. And then after your hostel, you're there for like semester or siesta or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're there for siesta to like nap. But then people just like chill, like relax, chat, like if you have to wash, you know, or whatever, wash. Because there's no washing machine, not that. Yeah, of course. So you, <laughs> that's all like manual. Mm-hmm. So you wash, like, just like basically like refresh, take a shower if you want. And then at like 5 p.m., no, 6 p.m. was dinner. So by like 5, you're already like getting ready to like, you know, for dinner, mm-hmm. taking a shower, put beating your face, whatever you need to do. Then 6, we go to the hall for dinner. And then after dinner, we had prep. So for prep, you have to go back to like the classrooms. That's study time essentially. And then you're there studying till 8.30. Mm-hmm. And then after 8.30, you match back to the dining halls for um, for snack time. Mm-hmm. So they just snack give us, time? So they give us like coffee, like tea. Oh God, is we all talking about posh versus <laughs> real school snack? It was still real. And then I actually hmm. forgot we also have brunch. So brunch, brunch? At 12. So brunch. That's every day or like just like on Saturdays? Every day. So what? wait, so you had lunch? Yes. We had brunch. Brunch is 12. Lunch is 3 o'clock. Then there's dinner and then there's nightcap. So yeah, we ate like five times wow. a day. Wow. But then it's like, we weren't allowed to have provisions. So anything the food provider is what you had to eat. There should not be any food in your hostel. If not, you could literally get in trouble. Why, why do you need food in your hostel you eating five times a day? But it's like, what if you don't like the food? Like, Dude, I mean, it was cafeteria. Everyone knows how cafeteria food can be sometimes. Even though it's five times a day, like, is it good? You it's know, a good kind of, you know, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to say too much about my school, you know what I'm saying? But we ate three times a day. Period. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. And we didn't have no provisions. There, and, and, if we, and we ate... In fact, what, what did you say? Oh, this is just shocking to me. You went, you went five times a day. This is not no school. This is, this is a, a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> no. Five times a day? Damn. You probably enjoy I mean, it wasn't like big food. It's but just still, breakfast. you know. But then it's like a lot of people like me now. I mean, obviously not in my just one. But later, a lot of people like skip out on breakfast. Yeah. Just because they don't wake up that early or they miss it. Because if you're late for breakfast, they close the halls. Okay. And once the halls are closed, whether yeah. you're hungry or not, it doesn't matter. That's it. You're locked out. So you have to wait till brunch. And then even brunch too was more like donuts and like juice. Or like fish roll and juice or mm-hmm. like um, stuff like that. So it wasn't like proper meal. Just enough to get your shit to lunch. Yeah. And then lunch, you have your lunch. Your dinner, no, no, don't, don't forget brunch. Don't forget brunch. Brunch, yeah, I said that. That was the donut, the fish roll. Oh. <laughs> so not you judging me. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm asking the question. You know? yeah. So I, so I guess like you had that as you know during the meals, right? So where you had like a a very steady diet, you know, some schools have this kind of you know this calendar of meals what you're eating. Were you guys more yeah. of like or, or you kind of pick and choose, or how did that go with you? Oh no, it was very. This is what it is. So every Monday we knew like for brunch now it's donuts. Wednesday so every Monday was the same thing. Yeah, yeah every yeah. But then it's like obviously Monday is different from like Tuesday, and then Tuesday is different from Wednesday. But like Monday and Thursday might have some similar variations. Maybe like breakfast is the same, mm-hmm. 
maybe like something's the same but like every day was kind of like different from the last day but then they might repeat some meals like maybe rice and stew like you might have that for lunch like tuesday and like saturday okay. or something like that but it was literally there's like a calendar and everyone knew that way in case you need to like leverage those things <laughs> <laughs> you know in advance yeah. to me like i had a deal with someone where i'd give them because i didn't eat like ever and all that kind of stuff so i'd give them my eba and then they'll give me their pineapple mm. and also like people like literally were dealing you know making trades mm. like, the whole boarding boarding school on the ground um stuff was happening so so talk to me i guess about the politics and boarding school you, you talked a bit about the trades you know all that stuff people don't know that boarding school is more of like you're dealing with a bunch of like young professionals in my opinion you know what i'm saying in terms of negotiating trade and barter so people were giving away half bread for full day back. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> or, you know, half rice for, you know, full bread. So I guess like, but talk to me about how the politics extended outside of the refectory. Whereas like, you know, in the dorm rooms, you know, within the structure of being a JS1 student, you know, in your school. Yeah. I'll say like this. So for boarding school, right, you're living in this certain compound where you have church, you have your restaurant, which is the cafeteria, you have your like dorm, which is, you know, your apartment or whatnot. So literally that was our world. That was the whole, that was the world we need. Like outside, we didn't have phones. So we don't know what's going on in the outside world. Mm -hmm. Literally all our life was in there. So it's like, obviously you need to know like power structure. Like now you have your, obviously it's seniority. So there's SS3, SS2 and all the way down to like GS1. Mm -hmm. And obviously, when you're in SS3, you have more power, you have more authority. You run the king. This is your school. Right. You're the king. Literally, no one can tell you shit. Once the teachers go home. Okay. You're it's out, on. You're, 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 who's telling you nonsense? You right. Know. Literally, those are like cabinet members or yeah. something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how serious the shit was. So, if you're trying to survive, you better make sure that you have a friend in SS2 mm. or SS3 that's going to look out for you. If, if you're really not, smart, SS3, because SS3, you know, is the top, top It's the top tier, right? But you're set up like, for SS2. You know? But SS2 is still good. Mm -hmm. It's not bad, you mm -hmm. know? So, you just have to, like, like you just have to learn early on that you have to like make these relationships get someone that's going to look out for you because if not like shit is crazy mm. and all so it's like even that too like even those people too like you just have to make them happy like sometimes you even have to like dash them some of your nightcap just so you're still buying some good yeah, graces yeah. Uh -huh. unless you just have like a natural like relationship like with me now someone that my neighbor she was my she was an industry so like before That's so before like um i even came my mom came to their house saw the family she was like look after you know how daughter. it is man <laughs> like that's how serious because even my mom knew she yeah in boarding school anything goes man. anything goes and my sister was there but my sister was literally when i was in just so my sister was in just two What's so she's that? not enough she can't do shit for me <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry she, she gave me a friend a buffer Right. Just for GS2 people. So I knew with GS2 people, I was good, yeah, but you yeah, still yeah. have like four other levels of classes you have to worry about. So, like, because I knew this girl, literally, I was using her name on everything. If you try and send me, I'm like, oh no, I'm already doing this for this person. Yeah, yeah. And oh, if you try to call me, I'm like, oh, this person already called me. So that's my way of getting so, out. So, describing sending and calling, like, you know, when someone tries to send you for something, what does that mean? You know, like, as a senior, because you said respect is very big, but. Kind of giving them a understanding of some examples of, you know, what someone to send you means. You know what I'm saying? 
I understand you literally just like you're basically running an errand for that person. So sometimes like you can just be like, hey, you know, just come and wash my clothes for me. Mm-hmm. Come and iron my stuff for me. Yeah. Go go um go fetch water for me mm-hmm. or something. So any errand or even sometimes they just call you like, oh my friend is in D block or Red House. Go and get so 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 things for me. So basically <laughs> you were their errand girl. Anything they wanted, that's what you did. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I mean. Like whenever someone wants to send me on an errand, I just lie on the person that I had mm-hmm. a connection with and I'm like, oh, I'm already doing this for this person. Mm-hmm. And, and then sometimes like these seniors in SS3, they don't even go pick who to send. They already have someone that they'll call. Some is SS1 perhaps and they're mm-hmm. like, go and get me a just one girl. Yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. when they call, so when they come out to be like, hey, you like, oh no, sorry, this, you see niggas <laughs> dodging. <laughs> so once you just see someone call, they're the looking around, everyone is like running. Yeah. Everyone's trying to look occupied so they don't call on them because you never know what the errand is going to be could mm. be something simple like oh go pick this up or could be something like they don't want to just mess with you in their room yeah, yeah. and just have fun because some people even call you to their room and just be like sing for me and you're Bruh. looking like what the fuck yeah so, sometimes <laughs> and it's awkward because then you see all their friends and they're all looking to be entertained and it's like a freaking episode of america's got talent or the voice and you're just like with your cricket <laughs> voice or, or, or let's say they try to punish you right and like they'll say, okay, well, you guys come to sing for me, the best winner, you know, gets away freely. You know what I'm Ooh, saying? Bruh. So, so it's, so it's crazy how like as you say, you know, like they can call you for anything, singing to cleaning your clothes to iron the clothes. And, and so there's no boundary. There's no mm-hmm. nothing was off limit. And obviously, as a junior too, sometimes it's obviously bordering on like bullying. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, what are you gonna do? Yeah, who are you gonna call? Who are you gonna Ghost call? Ghostbusters, like come on. <laughs> Are you gonna call the matrons? Come so on. When they turn up the light, you're now there with the senior. And it's not even like, okay, I'm going back home. You mm-hmm, live there. Mm-hmm. You're like stuck with these people. So it's just like, you have to be careful and choose and pick your battles. Yeah, you, know? you wisely. Like, that's very big because um, that's, that goes into my next point in terms of once the teachers leave, sometimes even when the teachers are there, the seniors will beat you up and all that stuff. But the teachers won't do nothing because. They know that sometimes the seniors even have more power than the teachers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At times. Or they know that once they leave, I mean, the but teachers don't sleep there. Right. And even like some of the teachers too, like in their early days, so they went to boarding school. So they know how shit works. Mm-hmm. And then they know that, okay, if I step in, like, but they think at the end of the day, like, I still have to go home. And then this person is still stuck with this. Exactly. Team. So sometimes it's like, do I make it worse for them? Uh-huh. Or do I? But then there's some teachers with some hot head and they'll still try and do the most embarrassing senior. But then oh my God. that senior is going back to the hostel to do the same thing or more to you. So Right. Like, there's some times where you just, you just, just say, Auntie, Uncle, don't get involved because once this bell rings, right? And if I ever cross my hostel, I'm getting, I'm getting. In fact, they're obliterating me. Exactly. You know what I'm That's like, even when they ask you, like, "Oh, what's going on?" Someone Nothing. pulling you. Oh no, Nothing. no. Whose coat is this? This is a size. This is mine. <laughs> you are a size small. This is mine. <laughs> this is my brother. You have to convince them, like, no, this is me. Trust me. <laughs> My mom got me a drunk size or whatever mm-hmm, the case may mm-hmm. be. So, yeah. literally, it's just, mm, it could be rough. So, I guess, tell me about um the punishments you guys kind of faced. Was it more of, um you know, some schools didn't really flug like that. Some schools, you know, kind of went OD. Like, what was your school, you know, you said more posh, but what kind of, what was your stance on flugging people? I mean, it honestly just depended on the teacher. Mm-hmm. I feel like different teachers had their different like means of like punishment. So there are some that are, like hot headed and like they want to flog you, and or like they'll try and use like maybe like a pen or they'll use like a belt or something. We didn't really see a, a pen. Whole... 
Oh no, if they use a pen on your finger, that's huh? what's going on. <laughs> Trust me, these guys are creative on how to. That's a new one to me. You know what I'm saying? I got beat so many ways with a pen. <laughs> like, or even like, you know, the thing to like clean a flute, like that stick or something they'll use it on your fingers. Hmm. And then these guys are very creative on how they want to punish you. So, like I said, it just depended on the teacher. So, there are some that you know is beating this their way. <laughs> and there's this other guy, this fucker called Bata. He in his own, which then it was like a big deal, but like squats. Uh-huh. Squats, like frog jump. You know, like, oh, you go to, like, the courtyard and you have to lie down on your white shirt. Damn. There was nothing worse than them telling you to lie down on your white shirt. Because especially if it was in the morning. Because on the whole, the whole day, day your shirt is dirty. So, and then they do it intentionally. You have to walk around like that. Mm. So, it just really depended. I feel like for me, uh, most of the points where I got was, like, either, like, kneel down or, like, squat. But then it's not, like, normal squat. You're squatting and you're doing, like, frog jumps or something for, like, hours. So it's like the first one's like, okay, it's not that bad. I can do it. Yeah. And then 30 minutes in, your knees are like just vibrating. You know, you're shaking. So I actually got serious at some point. I feel like the worst punishment they gave me was because this is when I was in like SS, maybe SS1 or something. Mm-hmm. On a Saturday, I didn't feel like going out. So I tasked the junior to like smuggle food for me to like the hostel because I didn't want to miss the breakfast, but I didn't want to go out. And then they caught her and then she now snitched. Two wow. <laughs> We're not going to talk about what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> I know my statute of limitation is not yet up, so we won't talk about that. But um, whenever the teacher heard, he literally called me to like the um, classrooms, and this was after nightcap, so this was past 10 p.m. And then there was a metal locker, and I remember I had to carry that thing on top of my head and just like stand. Hmm. So literally, it was like, I, literally everyone, even security men, they left, they had gone home for the night. But you see me in the courtyard standing with like, wow. when I say metal, I don't mean like some flim- flimsy thing. I mean like big ass metal table over my head. I'll tell you what, I just dropped it. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? Yeah, who, who's nothing, watching you? Right, who's watching me? And then you just uh. be chilling. When you not hear footsteps, you just like carry it or whatnot. But I feel like that's maybe the worst punishment. But then that's to say like, I feel like, seniors get worse punishment than teachers yeah mm-hmm. because teachers have like, like a a threshold some, you know like a threshold morals, right morals. rules exactly but seniors nothing was off limit mm-hmm. at all i remember this one girl um i wasn't part of the people because she liked me but this one girl in a secondary school someone stole her mascara mm-hmm. so she literally called you guys got to wear makeup in school no you have to smoke a lit okay okay, okay. i'm to about to say huh? yeah. what kind of posh posh i'm not saying it's not like makeup <laughs> is not allowed so you have to smuggle it and all that if they catch you that's your own boss smuggle it so anyway someone stole her mascara so she literally called all her juniors in that um in the whole hostel not even like red house blue house she called everyone and then they lined up and then she flogged them with hangers until today some of my friends still have that mark on their leg and all but she didn't flog me because she was like i know you you didn't steal it it's not you me 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 you the one who has it in your bag <laughs> so, so i get record, i didn't <laughs> So, so I guess like was it was it really you know some schools had a very big problem with thieves you know because once again you're dealing with a lot of people's backgrounds mm-hmm. some people were not raised you know correctly so a lot of thefts or they call it you know shifting you know I guess as I said people we call it shifting right so in terms of the that's door, actually a new term to me you haven't heard of word shifting I told you you yeah. didn't go to, you didn't go to a real school I heard like mm-hmm. no I've not heard that before yeah, you didn't go to a real school that's so. But um, in terms of um, like how you guys dorm room dynamics was, right? 
Because people, I want people to really understand. Actually, I have a better question. We get to dome dynamics, right? This one, this one really kind of popped into my head. Okay. I know you did SS. A lot of people who I know just did JS1 to JS3, right? Mm-hmm. But you kind of did JS1 to SS3, correct? Yeah. So you have a very big understanding of the kind of range it takes for someone in JS1 to kind of get to SS3 in terms of respect, in terms of um, what it means on their like notch in the school, right? Because when you're SS3, you're kind of, you said you're on top of the world, you know? Yeah. And going, going through JS1, if you want to say it, going through, like, I mean, like, pushing. Pushing. That's pushing. why I don't get people that leave boarding school after JS3. I'm like, the no, prime time but, is but a lot of people, a lot, I, I, I left at JS3, but I was crying because, not because I missed my friends, man. Because you're looking them. forward to it. I was so ready. So I was so, your own part. For me, yeah. I was so ready to put on my trousers. And graduate from shorts. Okay. Those of you guys who know, who know. Yeah. Graduate from shorts and put on my trousers and let them know I've arrived. Levels. You feel me? Levels like I, I got a different shirt on. Uh-huh. I can, you know what I'm saying? I, I command the whole, even though SS1, it's still starting from the bottom in the SS class, right? But just tell me more about, like, I guess, your transition from GS1 to SS3 and how you kind of, like, you know, you got, got through that. Yeah, I feel like... So like obviously just one is like the hardest part, the hardest level, just because you're the bottom of the bottom. You don't have any like juniors to like do anything. You're the junior essentially. So I feel like just one was definitely like the hardest level. I know, but like I said, cause me, luckily for me, I had like some people in like different levels. I had my sister in just two. I had like, you know, this senior in SS3 that looked out for me. Like it wasn't as bad as other people experienced it was. But like obviously you still had like shit that you know you had to take as a GS1. So like whenever you now make it to the next level GS2, it's like finally I'm not the bottom of the bottom. I'm still like the second to the last, but I'm not the bottom of the bottom. Then you make it to GS3. And it's like, mind you, all these things that you've been like, you know, having to like manage, accept. You're just waiting to like unleash <laughs> your own onto someone else. So even by Calm GS- down, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but- <laughs> <laughs> nah, here you go, because you're so charged up. Like, no, because it's people real. have been, 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 been dealing with you, <laughs> and you're just ready. You're like, you know, my turn. You just have to manage. Like, everyone has, you know, their own turn. It's gonna come one day, but I'm not even going to like it. I didn't wait till I said one. So, as I got to just two, that was that, it. And that's my name. So, so, that so, was it. just two. I was telling these niggas to wash my shirt. No, no, so I guess, like, if my- someone calls me, I call them. Bum. I'm my first when I first walked onto campus, right? And this is you know, people say I'm crazy, but mm-hmm. I first walked onto campus as a JS2 student. First thing I did was I walked to get my bag. I said, What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm JS2. Uh-huh. Yeah, come. <laughs> just kind of back for me. Let's go. And they do can't. And you can't, even though Pause. they're just in JS2, they're you, not, I mean? you can't say, they can't say no. Yeah, the dude, the dude, the dude, yeah, he, he, he pulled up to me and he says, yes, senior. I said, oh, Period. God. I said, God, now I know what it means to be born in school. Literally. Even though I was over one person. Uh-huh. Imagine SS3. So back SS3. to my question, like SS3, how did you feel knowing that low-key, you, you low-key this shit? You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it felt great, but I'm not going to lie to you. Even though SS3 is like the top tier. I feel like by SS1, I feel like I was still already like. You think so? But but you don't. And then SS2, 
Because then the thing is, like, when you're in, like, SS2 or something, like, SS1, usually SS2 will, like, really pick on you like that. And, and no, define, define, so my bad, define SS2, SS1, like, what is that kind of, like, that, the grades, right? T- like, that's 8th, 6th, 8th, 7th, right? SS3 is 8th grade. So that's 10th grade. No, SS1 SS- is 10th Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenth, SS1 is 10th yeah. grade, SS2 is 11th, mm. and then SS3 is 12th, and then after that, obviously, college mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, like, whenever I made it to, like, SS1, which is 10th grade, I already had just one, just two, and just three, like, below me. So I feel like Loki, like, anything I wanted was already getting done. I had three levels of people to do that shit for me. So it's like, if I... I mean, I me, I wasn't a wicked senior. Let me say that for the record. I was just a lazy senior. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're keeping it real. Wait, wait what school did you go to again? Cherryfield. Cherryfield seniors, please. <laughs> Check this girl, man. Yeah, chill, chill, chill. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so for me, it was like... Like, now, washing, like, my stuff. Because for me, that was ghetto from Jump. I would, like, get my juniors to wash it. And some juniors think they have sense. They'll try and just dip it in water and tell you this No, they really be disrespectful, sir. They really be? I can't. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I don't mean to kick you, but, like, some seniors will sit down there and, and make sure you watch it properly. Yeah, that was me. They'll sit down there and be like... Wash it in my room. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yo, you mad, lazy. Yeah, because as I'm just with my friend, I need to know that my shit is clean. Because you're not about to dip my shit in water and oh call it a day. Oh my goodness, yeah. So, mm. yeah, because like that, I mean, if you're good to me, I'm good to you. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. So, mm. when I was in Jess 2, Jess 3, and then my sister too also came afterwards. Okay. And I think when I was in Jess 3, she was in Jess 1. So, yeah. she had some, that's a big step from Jess 2. Yeah, because then she had me and yeah. she had my sister. That was you know, JS2 people, people are also, you know, as you said, look at Yeah, hype. and then too, sometimes they want to know that, okay, you have a sibling there. It's like, okay, let's not overdo yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Out of respect. Because they know that this sibling who's hired us can come and get us. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, like, now, if people in my set didn't want to, like, punish her and all that kind of thing, people in, like, my sister said to do because, okay, that's that person's sister. Do you get? But then when you have no relation in like the whole like secondary school, you're out for the fishes, out for the bird, like you're just mm-hmm. out there on so, your own. So was school like co-ed? Yeah. So did your brother come? Oh, my brother's still in secondary school. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, no, him he he's late. He's um, like sixteen. Oh okay. And also, but him he's in SS3 right now. He's in so boarding school, right? He's in boarding okay, school. Like so that guy too is also in school. Like when he comes, he's just you see like no stress, no eye bags. And right, just when you see him, he lost so much weight. Yeah. Like he's in transition. Just when he lost so much weight, just too he'll come back. All his stuff are stolen. Or people tax him for his stuff. But as a string, he's even adding weights. This man will come back, he's adding weights. Like, how did the food structure yeah. change? But no, he's taxing people too. So it's just, it's just levels. The so, food chain. So I, so I guess, um, in terms of, um, like, the education you got from Nigeria, right? Would you say that, you know, aside from the politics, from the boarding school side, I want to talk more about you and understanding what you, you know, you came here in college. Do you think you got a benefit of, um, like, learning more in boarding school versus, you know, your peers who went to, let's say, day school, you know? And I, I'm sure you have peers who went to day school and came to here too, right? Do you think you had a better value for, you know, education or? Uh, for, like, boarding school versus day school, I don't know if I'll say better value because, obviously, like, boarding school was tough, right? And the people that very few people that i knew went to day school but like now my sister that went to day school for example mm. i feel like she was very disciplined 
Mm-hmm. So like, you know, how she was very like us, we obviously had like a time like, you know, prep where after dinner we had to go to like and force study, like you had to study. Yeah. Some people just like socialize. But then you still had like an allotted time to study. So it was still like, you know, even though you weren't that disciplined, at least the school was putting like some discipline and like some, you know, timelines to make you like actually study. Versus day school, you go home and it's all these like distractions. You have your phone, you have the internet, Facebook. Because I think Facebook was popping back then. Mm. Was it popping back then? Was it yeah, popping? No, it was, was it? No, it was, was it? Nah, because I remember sorry. every time. What, what you had to go to boys? Same age. Can we talk about? No, because I remember when I went to my IT class. Mm. Literally, like, and then I see like five minutes of internet. I literally went to Facebook to check like what's going on, like what, wow, what's going no, on no, the you, outside. Enjoy it. We had typewriting class. You had what? Typewriting. Oh, we had typewriting too. Yeah, that's how I'm telling. That's that's the best computer we had, typewriters. Oh no, but we had IT now. Come on, you didn't have IT class. <laughs> oh, chill. You need a refund. <laughs> Posh versus village. You talking IT? Now we had IT. What is like when you go on IT, like for IT class, you just obviously have computers there, and mm. you have to do what you're supposed to do. No, some more. Sure. Yeah, we had to do what we're supposed to do, but then when the teacher is not looking, you have Facebook opening like one tab. And all that, so just like check and like see what's actually happening in the outside world. But Facebook was literally like all that was popping, except you had a BlackBerry too. Then you could do like BBM to see like what other people that weren't in boarding school were kind of like you know talking about and whatnot. But um, but yeah, I forgot what your question was. I think we just died. <laughs> I was talking about your education versus someone who went to day school, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like it was just depending on, like, the people. But I'll say, like, the education, like, as far as, like, curriculum goes, I feel like it was still the same structure mm. and all that. And I feel like especially, like, exams. Like, exams were always comprehensive. Like, you didn't have a choice on whether, like, you know, it's going to be just this senior semester's exam. Because yeah. I feel like that was, for me, that was something that was new to me when I came to college here. Because in college, whenever a teacher says it's comprehensive, everybody was like, oh my God, you're the worst, like, go to hell. And I'm yeah. like, damn, like, yeah. y'all, y'all have a choice? Back in Nigeria, it's, it's from, it's from it's not, JS1 to JS3. Bruh, Forget you, about it. It's you on the can tell game. a teacher, like, I mean, it's just two, you didn't teach us this, like, didn't you learn this in JS1? And then no. they'll just put, like, the question in there, too. So I feel like everything for me was so comprehensive. And I feel like it was so much more than, like, America. Did you feel as if, um, I guess, um, with the exams, did you feel as if you know you took you took the YAC, right? Yeah. And you took the like the JS three, I forgot what it's called. Um Was it Neko? Oh yeah, Neko. Neko. Yeah. So I guess did you have an extension period? I did. Okay. Oh, that was great. Hey, so tell me about your extension. And for those of you guys who don't know what an extension is, um from JS one, so JS one, JS two, JS three, is in the comprehensive comprehensive exam. That kind of is called a NECO, I think it's called. Yeah. And it takes all that information from JS1 to JS3. Take an exam. They test you. During like, during like the off season where everybody else is at home, only JS3 and SS3 people stay because SS3 is studying for YEC mm-hmm. and we're studying for NECO. And um, that NECO exam places us into our, J- into our SS classes, you know? Yeah. And that YEC places them into college. Into college. So during the time, you know, we have an extension where it's just SS3 and JS3. So imagine someone who is at the top of the pinnacle in JS, right? You know, thinking the, the, the big boys in JS in JS classes. Mm-hmm. And you know, you actually have the bigger boys who are seniors. Yeah. So imagine how that dynamic can be 
with you know no one else on campus. I mean, just, so now you're back to jail. Exactly, you're back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about your extension and how that kind of you know went through. Yeah, um, I, I mean it was like a really good time. I'm not gonna lie. It was no, t- t- talk to me about your JS three and then your SS three extension. Yeah, and the difference. So I mean for JS three, obviously like again it's in like the whole school there's no just one like everyone else is gone so just just three students and ss3 students and like some limited staff as well during that extension period so like it's fun in the sense that it's like you have this whole school to yourself and then they weren't as strict like now with dressing mm-hmm. you can get away with a lot less a lot more because there weren't that much people but then again too you're back down on the food chain so it's like just so you're back to being the genius because now if SS3 needed something, they're going to GS3. You can't call it GS1 because yeah. they're not there <laughs> yet. <laughs> so you are and now the doing GS1. It themselves. Exactly. <laughs> so you're not the GS1 too. So like in that sense, it was annoying, you know. But obviously, I had a good relationship with like a lot of the SS3 people. So luckily for me, like it wasn't that bad in that sense. But I think it was still a good time because you know, like SS3 too, because everyone like looks forward to extension too because mm-hmm. it's not a chill time even though like obviously your holiday is cut short i mean you get it back on the back end mm-hmm. because after neko you get to leave earlier than other people yeah i think like three months early mm-hmm. or something for summer so it's like it's not that big of a deal but um it was actually cool because then it's just like and it's sometimes still like if you have a good relationship with ss3 i feel like you're chilling with the big boys no for real yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Say. so it's like it was chill too i know i feel like it was a good time like my sister my gesture extension really wasn't that bad because i wasn't being like taxed a lot because i had a good relationship with those even ss3 and then obviously when i was in ss3 too it was even better because like i was like the boss like no. i was the guy i was like who's gonna send me who's gonna check me exactly no like not the teachers not the matrons and obviously not my set mates or anything like that so honestly it was a good time like we got a, we did like so many like crazy shit like obviously because you know it's extension like we smuggled shit like we even smuggled phones and all that so like we're just chilling literally i feel like it does any ever any time that i chilled the most it was during my ss3 extension and also yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. No, nah, it does. It does. It just, just, I was just looking, like, as you said, smuggling. And I'm thinking the fact that as age 10 to 18, right? Or that's 10 to 16. When do you get graduate? You know, graduate, like, 17, 15, 16. You know, so yeah, 15. So talk about, first of all, the fact that we're going to school earlier in board, you know, boarding school or even in Nigeria, right? Because I, I was age 10 and I was in JS1, right? Yeah. Which is, uh, Seventh grade. Seventh, yeah. So I was age ten in seventh grade, and that was the norm, you know. Yeah, and I feel like that's the thing about boarding school. Like it forces you to grow up. Like yes. it forces you to like learn independence. Hello. There's as, nobody at a else. Young age, and if you're able to go through boarding school, there's nothing in this world that can stop you. Mm-hmm. Literally, because for me, like low key, there's a slight, there's a very minor difference between boarding school and prison. Just, just, just in fact, a, one thing. Just a minor difference because you you're locked out of the outside world. Hello. You have all these regulations you have to, and then you know the people up there can get, get away you with up. anything, <laughs> and you can call your parents because you don't even even have access to them. You're you know forced to like live in the guidelines of what the school like you know does. So yeah. honestly, and after you go through that kind of experience, it's like nothing in this world can break you. Like literally, yes. nothing at all. That's why whenever I came to like college here, and obviously you know. I moved myself. My parents didn't, didn't come. I mean, we had like family vacation, but they didn't come to like escort me to get me settled in. Yeah, yeah. After I moved here, everyone's like, oh, don't you miss your parents? And I'm like, no. 
And then they're looking at me like, oh, like, do you have, like, that bad of a family dynamic? Like, yeah, but bro. I'm like, I stopped living with my parents since I was 12. Hello? I've been I telling see, people that. Like, like I haven't I lived see, at home okay. since I was 10 years old. What are you Literally, talking about? Literally, I'm like, I see them, like, once, like, every six months or mm-hmm. something. So, like, at 12, I had to grow up. And it's like... Again, like I told you guys, like, you know, boarding school was literally your world. That was the world you lived in. So if you're able to, like, survive in that world, like, find a way to survive, like, in the bigger world you can survive. So I just feel like that's something valuable that boarding school taught me. Mm-hmm. That That's why my kids are going to boarding school. I love it. I, that's my that's, kid, that's I know what, what I want to hear. I know what it did for me, and I wanted to do, for, do that for my kids. And I feel like you can teach your kids, but experiencing something is different from teaching them yeah you know and it's just not gonna be the same so and then like now obviously i don't know if you've seen the news but boarding school in nigeria is a little different now it's getting too soft it's not even too soft how would you see like the videos of them killing people what school is that i need to send my son there because the school (laughs) (laughs) you know it's a very i want to say i I call it like a neo-christian military school i went to lodges international secondary school in aomama imo state Mm, that wait, wait, our, our mama is a, is, a, is basically a village, bro. Like you know what I'm saying, it, it, it is a village. It's on the way to Imo de Patakon. You know, and um, I appreciate my parents, you know, for sending me to that school all the time because I feel mm-hmm. like you know, I I was in, I was in it. You know what I'm saying, and I feel like, as like you said, um, boarding school, my, my school they used to flog us, you know, relentlessly. Mm-hmm. They used to lose weight flogging us. Damn. You know what I'm saying. If you're bad, you know, my, my, I'm not going to tell my, I'm not going to just know they were, they were, they were burning calories on my ass. <laughs> so Ocho was bad. It's the moral. No, nah, I wasn't bad, but you know, I ain't going to, you know, just, you know, it was, it was a shock. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, okay. But, um, a lot of schools now, my, my school doesn't flood like that anymore, you know? So that's why I'm thinking that school has gone soft, but it's going to be killing people. Yeah, because there was literally like, you know, this was trending. I'm surprised you actually didn't see. Maybe mm-hmm. this was going to get hiatus or something from like social media. Mm-hmm. But there was literally this kid that went to boarding school and I think he was being bullied. But then like, they were, from what? In what know, state? This was in Lagos. Lagos, Lagos has some really interesting boarding school. Yeah, and then I forgot, gosh, I forgot the name of the boarding school. But literally it was trending. Like people were like signing like, you know. Nigerians, that's like okay. What's what happened to the kid? Like because okay, so apparently, because whenever they found out the kid, the kid died like two days later. But what happened was apparently like, it said that they were this group of boys were trying to force him to like um to join a cult or something. And then when he said no, they literally made him like in like take in some kind of like acid toxins or whatever. The hell? So whenever he came, um, and I guess the school like at some point his health obviously deteriorated, and the school knew like okay, we need to bring the parents involved. Now. So by the time the parents got involved, this guy's mouth were all chapped, like he was throwing up blood and everything. And then like two days later, he died. And then if it, like the video was very graphic and I feel like it was trending a lot. So that's what made people like so outraged about the whole situation. And then one of the kids involved, I think it was like some politicians, like kid or something. So literally people were like, you know, he needs to like forget the fact that these are kids they need to actually face some kind of consequence yeah. you know because i feel like a lot of times people like excuse that oh they're a child they're a child they don't know but if you kill someone as a child you should still face like you know the music or whatnot so and it was like a big situation i'm actually upset that i can't remember the name of the school but it was like a really big like social media was hot 
they were literally even like the parents they went found their social media they were sending them death threats everything literally the school had to like the parents had to pull their kids out and they send them abroad they didn't even want them to be in nigeria i know they were literally like because i think they got arrested the kids actually got arrested wow. but then the parents posted bail and then took like the kids abroad or something hmm. i know but it was actually like crazy so i'll find the name and maybe you can link it yeah or yeah no, but it was very very graphic and i saw like i saw the video too, and the boy just looked like he was suffering I know, because the school said that, um, the school made some flimsy excuses. It said it was sports, that he was playing football, and he got hurt. But on his deathbed, I think he now told his parents, like, nah, this is what happened. Because even the boy too was, that's how, to, this football is how to tell you how. Hurt. Bro, this is how to tell you how, like, secondary school is so scary. Because even the boy didn't want to tell his parents what happened. They kept asking him, but he was like, no, it was all good, it was all good. And I think when the child knew like okay this was it like it's serious i'm dying he finally confessed to experience like what actually happened and said it was this group of boys they made me take you know this toxins blah 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 but literally he didn't even confess it till like he was dying so i think that was crazy do you feel as if um the politics and like i guess there should be some kind of like board or some kind you know how they have like school board right in, in schools in jersey right or schools and yeah. i guess in america and maybe in Nigeria, but do you think that boarding school is like so isolated that like incidents like this can happen? Because as we said, we're laughing here about how we became bullied low key. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there's time for kind of schools to kind of, you know, take a step back and look at, well, what the hell is really going on once we, the teachers, leave this campus, you know? I think definitely like schools need to set like more guidelines and like do like have like more strict consequences too. Besides the that fact was like, that like a consequence like what like getting kicked out. I mean yeah, getting kicked out. But do you think kids care about? Because in my school, kids might not care. But after mm-hmm. your third expulsion, like someone's gonna like your parents at least will sit you down and be like, okay, bro, like what the hell, you know. Or something because I mean, at the end of the day, like, what else can you do? Yeah. You can't beat the child because in boarding school, you're already beating them on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. So, you can't do that. So, it's like, and you can't obviously get them arrested. So, I feel like after like something like severe, not like you know, telling them to kneel down or telling them to wash yourself, but something severe, like, because some like guys had it worse than girls, yeah. Because when I talked to some of my guys that went to boarding school, they talked about some traumatic do. ass shit that they yeah, well, had to endure. Come on, so like, they, vibe, like, like, seniors would actually lock them in their locker, yeah, and then they'll bring them out overnight just just, just because there are some times I had to sleep under someone's bed. That's just 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 because that's like, traumatic, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sleep under the bed. Just because I didn't feel like fetching water, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I may do my siesta under the bed, and may, not just me, maybe two, two or three people under the bed, chilling, just wasn't, talking, wasn't talk, cramped? talking to ourselves. <laughs> hey, bro, what, what, what'd you do to get here? <laughs> That's some prison like. I told you, no, no. I like how you said that prison and boarding school. I like, I like this because, like, like this, because real talk, it is what it is. Like, I feel like a lot of people who you know don't go to boarding school don't get the dynamic, but. Is a very big shift once those teachers leave that campus, or once you go to your, you know, I guess you got your dorm side. Mm-hmm. The, the whole dynamic of who's in charge changes because they, they have prefects, right? You have prefects. Yeah, prefects. So I'm I guess. Prefect. Oh, what, what prefect were you? Till I got the badge. <laughs> okay, so what, what prefect were you? I was like, um, like the house captain. Okay, okay. and and they kind of explain what prefects are to those who don't know. So I think like well when you're in SS2, that's mm-hmm. when you get like prefectship. So there's like head girl, head boy, dining prefect, and all that. So essentially you're like the student representative for like 
you know, the teachers or like the um, association or whatever. So if you're like, you know, the dining prefect, for example, you're like liaison between like, you know, people in charge of the dining and whatnot, the students. So you help like, you know, facilitate anything in between. And then like house captains obviously are responsible for like, you know, making sure things are done in a proper manner, making sure the dorms are kept like, you know, clean. And then obviously if you have any complaints, come to the house captain for, no one ever turns in complaints. We know why. But no one ever turns in complaints. And then like, the house captain is going right to that person and, and, and it's snitching on your ass. Period. And so, done. And then like head girl, head boy too. Like obviously, mm. I mean, the dynamic speaks for itself. You're like the student's head or yeah. the student rep or something. So pretty much like, so there were different like positions. So not just the ones I mentioned, but it was a whole, um, whole load of them. But yeah, I got the badge. So Why do you get the badge? Like, <laughs> what happened? What did you, were you beating someone up too much? Or talk to us about that. No, I told you I wasn't a wicked senior. Um, all I did was I bribed the staff. Why? To buy me food. So it was supposed to eat five times a day. No, I told you like the food that What's was going there. On? It was What's going on? The food that was there wasn't all that good. So sometimes I would bribe them to buy me gala, to buy me numerous splash. Yeah, so so did they snitch on you? Lollipop, huh? Did they snitch on you or? They didn't stitch on me. Again, I don't know. My downfall always leads to juniors. Because I gave a junior a list <laughs> to give my friend, <laughs> to give to the person that was... Because we had like a routine. On Saturdays, we leave our list and the money mm-hmm. on the fence. And then the staff... <laughs> <laughs> you see what's going on here? <laughs> it's politics. We ain't bored as good. Yeah, it was some real shit. So, <laughs> literally at 2 p.m., I think on Saturdays, we leave our list on our particular fence with money. He'll buy it, he'll put it in like a letter bag, and then drop it at like 8 p.m. So, we come home, we pick it up, we know if your dad's are good. We leave some tip for him, obviously. So, on Saturday, I remember I was outside the hostel, and there was something going on in school, so they closed the hostel. So, I wasn't able to go. Or if I went back, I wouldn't have been able to come out. So, instead, I sent a junior to go give my friend the list. My so, list. why was the junior able to come out and you weren't able to come out? Like, the junior was able to come out, but if she went in, she wouldn't be able to come out. Yeah, but I'd rather risk her not coming out than me going oh, yeah. in and not coming out. So, I told her to go in and then give my friend the list or something. Because it was me and my other friends that did it. So, I think the matrons didn't allow the junior to go in. So, the junior now had to leave the list by the matron. And then the matron, obviously, we had nosy ass. She read the list. And then the list is like gala five. <laughs> Even put price at the side of it. So, after like one thing led to another, they're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> They're like, wow. And then the thing is, because I couldn't tell my friend. Hey, so I won't wrote stuff in the notes about, like, tell him to get... <laughs> So, so basically, long story short, so the matron read it, and after everything, she now like sent it to the principal or the disciplinary committee. And then to show you how like boarding school was its own world, it was literally like I was in an episode of NCIS because they called me to the principal's office with like the disciplinary committee, and yeah. they're like, "Oh well, we know it's between you and this other friend, and your friend already snitched. So this is you know this is your bailout. Like we're going to reduce you know the crimes if you just confess to us." And you know me as the hard guy, I wasn't snitching. I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. That I didn't do this. I don't know who's no this is. This is my handwriting. And also, <laughs> eventually, they just like debatched me and the other girl. They didn't suspend us. They didn't yeah, debatch yeah. us. And because deep down, they knew they were guilty, even though I didn't say it. Yeah. And then that's just how it happened. So. So so I guess do they have like a um 
you know, my school, they had like mass punishments. So essentially at the end of the year, the last day of like, um, of like the school year, right? Mm -hmm. So that means your parents are outside the gate waiting on you to leave. And then we had like in the church, people are saying, oh, you know, so, so is it is it expelled for <laughs> blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Or uh -huh. did it have felt like that for you guys where it's like a mass expulsion or mass punishment or was it just like, hey, you're, you're kind of suspended, like on the low, you know? Like, if there's a suspension or expulsion, that shit happens on site. Of <laughs> there's no, um, There's no waiting one week. <laughs> Actually, go to the hotel and pack your bags. Your parents mm. are having called, literally. So, should I, okay, let me share this one story. Um, I feel like this was the big, biggest thing that happened in my set. Mm -hmm. Where um, there was this one teacher that nobody liked. Nobody liked at all, because it was just crazy. And one day they took lights and then we beat the fuck out of that. Oh, wow. When I say we beat him, I don't mean one person. I mean... So, girls are beating is <laughs> I, remember, I know I, I got two or three knocks in there. <laughs> <laughs> and like, hey, hey, the explosion is a girl. <laughs> come and find her. Come and find this girl. <laughs> no, because it was like, he was so annoying. So, whenever they took light, because yeah. a guy in the class had like a phone and then... The so, hey, come out, come out. Y'all had like co ed classrooms? Yeah. It was a co ed secondary oh. school. Oh, the only thing that was separate was wow. see the hostel. Wow. That that's, that's shocking to me. We used to have co ed school, but the girls had their own campus. And the guys had their own so campus. So it's not really co ed in that. I, case. What the hell is co ed? The guy, the, come on, friend. That if, you're having your own, <laughs> <laughs> if you're having your own. <laughs> so what's, part, what's the co ed part? Like the Just walking into the gate? Yeah, no, nothing. Church. It's cool, Ed. And now it's church on That's Sunday. why they lied to your parents. No, I mean, I, I mean, they told us from the rip. They, they, they didn't be known. Hey, look, we're a very Christian school. Even talking to girls, you know, even though I had a couple girlfriends, you know what I'm saying? Of from long distance across the across the fence. You, know <laughs> you what throw mean? notes. Or, or you send or you send message to somebody. You know, so, you know. Uh -huh. Hey, send some messages. So wait, but what? So at what point did you guys interact? At church on uh, Sunday. Only in church. Or maybe we had like a, a joint assembly. But well, a joint assembly was just because they're expelling somebody. Uh -huh, or something bad. Or the mass flogging people. It yeah. wasn't nothing good. You know what I'm saying? Like, so basically, had a long distance relationship. You know, oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you see the girl walking, you like, and you walk, like, you know, I'm going here towards the classroom, you know? And it's past her note. Sure. That sounds like a struggle. It was a struggle. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, what you're saying. So yeah, you know, say, oh, yeah, that didn't work for us. We had a mm -hmm. whole prep, everything together. But, um,. Oh, yeah, so during, like, um, I think prep one night, this teacher, like, I, I feel like someone snitched. And then that's how he had some intel because he came and that he targeted... On you? No, not on me. Mm. He targeted one particular person and was like, let me see your pocket. And the guy had a phone in there. So he was just, his hand was in his pocket. And he was like, you know, there's nothing here. And all the guys, like, bring up what your pocket. And luckily for this person, they took lights. Nepa took light. So literally, the guy and then the teacher was like holding his hand when he took light. So next thing you know... <laughs> hey, what's going on here, man? So next thing you know, like they're dragging each other and then they get into the hallway and then people are now pulling the guy, the student, away from the teacher. Yo, and the teacher is holding what? him. Then before you know it, like someone initiates like the slap and someone slaps the teacher. Next thing you know, they knock the teacher. Next thing you know, there's literally like, I'll say at least 30 students gathering them. 
But also, they even they were able to like get the phone out of the um, student and like they pass it on to someone else, to someone else, to someone else. But then that teacher niggas were out there slapping him, knocking him, everything. And uh, and me, I had to guess some because he's the same teacher <laughs> that made me carry that metal desk I told you guys about. <laughs> so I had to get mine in. <laughs> Yeah, so mm-hmm. after all that, all the um, particular people that were involved, they mm-hmm. expelled all of them. But that's around why. Oh, what happened to you? No, no, I was in the background. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Me, I was in the background. But then, because the thing I told you, like, at least 30 people were there slapping this teacher. Yeah. So they knew they couldn't expel. So it was only the major players that they could put a the face The guy who held the phone, right? Yeah. And then before they took, like, I think there were, like, a couple other people that were standing up, like, ah, sir, like, calm down, calm down. So, like, those ones, too, they just expelled. <laughs> but that, that was around Wayek, too. So they let them, like, come in. Like, they were now day students where they yeah. only came in to write the exam. And after exam, they had to leave. Oh, shit. Bro. They had to leave. And also... That was what's crazy that's happened. But again, where it's a street, so like I said, when you're in a street, she just, she's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But good times. <laughs> nice. Do you, do you feel as if, um, you already told me that you'll send your kids to boarding school, right? 100%. But do you, th- do you think as if your overall experience helped shape you as a person now? 100%. Yeah. Because like I said, boarding school for me was, a, it was a good but tough experience. So I feel like if you are able to like survive it and persevere through all of that, like there's nothing like you can like survive in life because it literally sets you up for what life is going to be mm. and all. And I remember like I told my mom, like when I was in jail, when I begged my mom, I said, mom, please take me out of this school. Like literally I begged her and she told me, she said that I can take you out if you want, but if I take you out, you're going to Regina and Regina was leaving like a government school. So that was worse. So I, yeah. I, so I literally had to figure out a way to like, you know, navigates like you know my challenges that i faced in boarding school so literally i feel like that was just like a life schooling on its own and then like i said it just made me more independent so i feel like even now whenever i came to america for college i feel like that's what made my transition smoother because i'm used to like you know figuring shit out on my own i'm used to not you know relying so heavily on my like parents even at a young age because i started college at like 16 or something yeah but i was even more mature than half of my classmates more than half of my class members Mm -hmm. so like i feel like it just made me and then after college when i moved to dallas i still see that same you know experience that taught me a lot like still playing to me moving into dallas where i didn't feel like i was like you know alone in the world i was able yeah. to easily navigate so like i said i know what boarding school taught me and i just feel like that's just so essential and i'll be doing myself a disservice if i don't give that to my kids mm. so future husband if you're out Hello, there <laughs> we're outside when kids we're are outside. Going to <laughs> so yeah but um yeah it's for me it's essential like there's nothing like what you can teach your kids is not the same as what boarding school can teach them. or what the parents can teach them yes because it's like you experiencing it and then finding it out on your own is different than if my mom taught me and said hey life is gonna have like some challenges and you have to like find a way to figure it out i'll just be like okay cool but then when the challenges happen like i would handle it a different way than i would have if i was most likely i'd have run back to her to mm-hmm. be like, hey mom, help me figure it out. But then when you don't have access to your parents or anything, and you have yeah. to figure that shit out on your own, I feel like it even grows like your like your brain. <laughs> like he forces you to just like 
figure out a way and i feel like in life up till today i still see that like helping me in like every challenge that like i have to deal with so it's essential and my kids are going to boarding school nice now i appreciate that i think um definitely yeah, as you said it's important for our children you know for us to kind of you know give them the foundation right to experience what so many people have experienced right right and um now, I do just want to thank you for your time, Karen, because I know that, you know, you're a very busy woman, right? <laughs> and I just want to say thank you, you know, for coming out, you know, to the side of the woods, you know, and being on the podcast. And um, definitely, you know, I'm glad you got to share your experience with us, you know, today about your boarding school. And um, even though I say you went to more, I'll tell you the time, you know, you went to the, one of the best postures. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had no experiences. It was still real. No, no, it was real. It you know what I'm saying? Real. It was real, but, you know. And you said it's worse. You feel me? <laughs> but um it's worse. But yeah, no worries. I'll be expecting my um my gift cards and oh, uh-huh. and everything. Please, this is boarding school talk with me. You know there ain't no gift card coming. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but guys We'll we... talk off camera. We'll talk off camera. But um yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys, like I said, if you don't already think, send your kids to boarding school. Yes. Like, not me advocating for boarding school. Just as one me would disapprove this message. Yeah, but SS3 has. SS3 me it, 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 It's funding the message, you feel know <laughs> me? No, for real. Mm. But now, guys, be sure to like and subscribe uh, at Cold Jalof on YouTube, Spotify, uh, anywhere you get your podcast. So, thank you guys for your time. Peace. <laughs>